Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. So the world's on fire. Everything's going to shit. Let's talk about movies. Hello there. Welcome to another podcast of I Only Like You. My name's Lonnie. I'm here with Sine. Hello. Like usual, we're together. Talking about movies in the face of death. No, no one's dying. It's just a really shit time to be alive. <laughs> it's okay. Things are getting okay. Positive start to the podcast. Uh, this week we are talking about Jackie, the new um, biopic about uh, Jackie Kennedy, starring Natalie Portman. Um, before we get to that, though, one thing I really hate, Sine, mm. and it's happened to me many, many times recently, Mm-hmm. Small talk with strangers. Mm-hmm. I hate it. I'm not I, your friend. I, my only goal when I leave the house is to have as little human contact as possible. My only goal when I leave the house is to get home <laughs> as, as soon as possible. This happened to me many times recently. It happened when you're with me sometimes. That's mm-hmm. even worse because then I can't be mean to them. As if you would be mean to them <laughs> if you're on your own. <laughs> No, the other day we were just walking around um, Big W, of all places. There are other stores like that available. (laughs) You haven't got to go to Big W. Anyway, and I was wearing a hat, like I'm wanting to do. And it's a Broncos hat, my football team. And this guy, who wasn't even standing close to us. No. He was a good 10 metres away or so. far away. He just um, yelled out to me. Oh, we, we won last night, didn't we? Yeah, but then he didn't he say that his team was the Sharks or something? Yeah. I don't even know. As we walked away, he kept talking to us. Yeah, and... I, I did the smile and like, oh, yeah, and then walked away. He kept trying to talk to us, though. We're in different aisles now. Mate, take the hint. It happened that time on the train I was wearing the hat. It happens many times I'm wearing this hat, to be I honest. feel like you need a different hat. You need just... a hat with no insignia. A plain black hat. Just nothing. And then no one can talk to you about the hat. <laughs> Because the hat seems to be the problem here. I need a plain black hat that says, don't talk to me. Recently, we were in the lift um, somewhere, and this guy came in, and we were sort of halfway on our journey in the lift going down, and he just turned to us and said, I'll let you get on with your day then. <laughs> and we just sort of like smiled and, okay. But that was all he said. That was the first thing he said to us. It's like we'd had a conversation and then it was like, all right, see you later. It was literally the first thing he said to us and he left and he was his... Yeah, I just, yeah. like, well, thank you for... I just don't understand that. Do you think... Did he think that we were somebody else that he already talked to that day? I think he wanted to talk to us and have a bit of chit-chat in the lift, but it didn't happen and the floors came too quickly and then all of yeah. a sudden... Uh... But it wasn't like we... Oh, like the you know in old movies they have people who go on the lifts and work the buttons and stuff. <laughs> like, do you think we were those people? <laughs> um, and and not too long before that, actually, a couple of weeks ago now, because I was waiting for a lift and you weren't there. I was giving blood. I was waiting for the lift to get up to the floor with the blood places on, mm. reasonable. And there was this guy there. He was like a courier, I think. He was taking objects up, 
objects. Packages, I suppose you'd say. <laughs> Just a pair of scissors, <laughs> a plant, <laughs> whatever he could find and that day. The sun was coming in. It was really bright. It was like in the afternoon. It was coming in really bad. And we were both sort of like looking um, it was in our eyes sort of thing. And then he turned to me. He was like, oh, it's hot, isn't it? And then I was like, oh, yeah. He's like, oh, I hate to be an office worker in this building. And then I was like, oh, okay. And then he's like, but you're not one of them, are you? Oh. I was like, oh, no, no, I'm fine. Oh. Then we both get in the lift again. And lift takes forever. So we're talking to each other more and more. And then we get up there together. I'm like, we've had this. We've talked for like five minutes. He's talked for five minutes. I've been just <laughs> being talked at. Nodding and grunting. Do you say goodbye to them then? Okay, I don't know. And I'd like some advice on this. Because I feel like you've had a, you start a connection with this person, you know. Mm. It's weird to just leave. I think, actually, remembering back to one of our first podcasts, that lady at the bank started talking to us. Very similar thing, wasn't it? Oh, yeah. Yeah, we, we've talked about this sort of thing before. But it's not just like someone saying one thing to you as you go through your day. I love that. I don't mind if I'm going for a walk or something or just at the shops or something, something like that. You come connect to someone and they give you a little nod and I'm like, oh, all right then, that's fine. It's the when it comes into a conversation where you need to talk to people. No. So you know what that guy could have done? He could have been like, oh, it's hot, isn't it? And you could have been like, yep. And that, that's it. That's it. That's all that's we need enough. to do. We don't need to talk about anything else. I'm not giving you anything because I don't want to talk to you. <laughs> <laughs> Happens to all people a lot. Um, I think it's because their friends have all died. And so they, Money. <laughs> they, they don't have anyone else to talk to. They just want a little bit of human interaction. The thing is about the hat, though, is that I'm not, like, I'm wearing the hat because I like the team and it's a cool hat. I'm not wearing the hat, so you can talk to me. Maybe we both just need signs that say, do not talk to us. What do you think about talking to, like, shopkeepers and people doing, you know, money when you No, I don't like it. Objects? I hate that. I Why? hate that. Because I'm not, ask, I'm not paying you to talk to me. I'm paying you to please print my receipt, charge me some money, and package my clothes if I'm buying clothes. Not just, like, take my clothes <laughs> off me. Um, when I worked retail, I, I loved giving people a little chat. I think I liked it as well when I was the... Because it kind of makes the day go a bit quicker or whatever. When I was the um, employee. Yeah. But I hated it as the customer. <laughs> what about when you're getting a haircut? No, I hate... I think, like, on the list of things that I hate most in the world, it's, like, you know, mass genocide and... All those bad all, things. All the usual things, yeah. Then it's chatty hairdressers. Mm. I just, please don't talk to me, okay? Just cut my hair. It's been a while since I've been. Let's not talk about it. Yes, my hair's thick. Ooh, great observation. Just cut it. Just cut it. I'll sit in silence. It's not awkward. I'm happy not talking. It's fine. Mm. Just, I don't know what this need is to fill this silence with just chit-chat. Well, if they're, they're probably doing the same thing we just talked about, trying to make the day go quicker by talking and stuff. Maybe they're generally chatty people, but I don't trust people who are just chatty. To be honest, people that work at hairdressers are those people. They usually are, aren't they? I, I found a good hairdressers. It's $10. It's, you pay a little vending machine. You go. <laughs> no one talks to you. You don't talk to them. You're in and out. The haircut's not very good, but for $10, <laughs> you get that. I've got another guy um, down the road from us. He's a barber. He's quite good. You're like Although, friends with him now. Kind of friends with him, but I, I kind of feel bad when I walk past and he looks at me and realizes I've got my hair cut somewhere else. In my defense, he was on holidays for like three weeks out of Christmas. Do you reckon he feels betrayed? Probably, yeah. But also, 
Be my barber. Don't go on holidays. <laughs> be there when I want you to be there. He he talks about weird stuff sometimes. He's mentioned the hat actually because I wore the hat down there once. He's still uh, like the Broncos are you. See the problem is the hat. The problem is it, isn't everyone do else. I have to get rid of the hat. <laughs> yes, you have to get rid of the hat. Mm. I like the hat though. Do does it work for other people's hats? Is it hats in general? People. Anything that's on that their head, people think they can talk to you about it. Well, no, because I wear a hat out sometimes and I've never been. You know what it's like? It's like when you're pregnant. People think they can come up and rub your belly. People think they can come up and rub my hat. <laughs> Definitely exactly the same thing. Very, very similar. Yep. All right, then. I guess the hat's going away or I'll just have to get better at communicating with what are you doing? citizens of the world. <laughs> Okay, on a more serious note, Jackie, um, it's the new film with Natalie Portman. She plays Jackie Kennedy in the aftermath of JFK's assassination. It's directed by Pablo Lorraine. He's a Chilean director. I haven't seen any of his other work, but I hear it's good, and this was a very good film. Was it? You didn't like it much, did you? No. Can we just talk to the listeners a little bit about our experience of seeing the film? I think that's what sets our reviews apart. We talk all about going there, the annoying people who are nearby, everything else, and then we talk about the film for like a minute. Yeah, all right. So I got free tickets for this. I entered a competition. It takes two seconds to enter a competition. Sometimes you get free tickets. Wonderful. It was at Dendy Portside, which is a sort of fancy pants cinema. Um, we've, we've been there separately before, but haven't been there together. Very interesting. When we got there, into the actual cinema, there was a little surprise on the seats for us. You want to tell us, Sine? It was a La La Land flip book. It's amazing. It's one of those old school ones where mm-hmm. they like dance as the yeah. pages get turned. It's one of the dancers from the films and it's, it was really awesome. We, we even stole another one for a friend I, of ours. No, we didn't steal it. No one else was taking it. <laughs> That's right. And I just thought we would give it a loving home. That's right. We didn't like... Steal it from a child's No, hands. I didn't rip it out of someone's hands. Didn't, like, distract them. I, I distracted them when you <laughs> installed all the spare ones. Um, so that was a really nice, um, interesting little tidbit for the listeners. Um, cinema was awesome. Cinema's great. They had free champagne there. They did. We could have had a little drink, didn't we? But I we didn't really get any. I don't like champagne or alcohol, really, and mm. you weren't really in the mood either, were you? No. So. But it was nice. It's a good little thing. I think in those situations, though, as we said before, they should have a little soft drink or something for, you know, the people who don't yeah, like alcohol. I never had, like, why is there no juice or non-alcoholic yeah. option? If you're going to give free drinks. Definitely. Why do you only get free drinks if you're an alcoholic? Mm-hmm. Sorry. Right. <laughs> Mr. Dandy Fancy Fancy Pants, you can. <laughs> for this full name. I think so. Um, so, yeah, you weren't a huge fan of the film. No. It's a, it's a strange film. It's not your... Traditional biopic, I don't think. It's a lot about the the establishment of truth and history, I think. A lot of the film is about her talking to a reporter. Um, I think it was just a week after JFK was assassinated, after the funeral and everything. Um, and it, it's her really her attempt to help tell the story and secure um, JFK's place in history, and her place in history, I suppose, the mm-hmm. family's place. So a lot of the story is about her talking to this reporter, but also it's actually the film shows us the events of the assassination and the aftermath, the planning of the funeral. Um, JFK's brother, um, Robert, Bobby, um, his 
his place and what happened just after um, Jackie's planning of the funeral, how all that went, because it was a, you know, obviously a massive, important part of history. Um, filled with lots of close-ups. It's shot in a, in a strange sort of way, isn't it? Um, very muted sort of colours, very strange soundtrack, and almost like a horror soundtrack, lots of like strings and piercing sort of sounds. I hated it. Which you didn't like, that that especially put you off. I kind of liked it because it sort of puts you in, it's almost this um, different world almost, like this crazy strange world where the music you're hearing doesn't really fit with what's going on. It creates a strange environment. I get that that was the point, right? Like it was supposed to be distant. that's true. But I just didn't, it just took me out of it all the time and it was so loud, the music compared to the dialogue and I just... I didn't, I don't know, I didn't like it. I think it was trying too hard to be like, ooh, we're edgy and mm. different and just, I don't know, I, I didn't like it. That's fine. It really worked for me, so um, but that's fair enough. If you, like, you still saw how I was working, but you didn't really like it, and that's totally fine. Mm. Um, what do you think of her performance? Well, here's the thing, right? I'm, I obviously wasn't around when this assassination happened, and I know very little about that family and, that era of politics. So I didn't really have anything to compare her performance to. Everyone's saying, you know, how great it is and everything, and I'm just inclined to believe them because I don't think I've ever seen an mm. interview with Jackie O mm. or I don't think I've ever even seen her speak before this movie. So well, how do you comp- what do you think of performance just by itself, though, not as a replication of real life? Well, see, that's the thing, yeah. yeah. Performance on its own was good. The, I, I loved the scene in the... Um, plane after the assassination happened that was amazing yeah um i don't know why natalie portman gets such a bad rap sometimes Mm. but she got too popular that's what happened yeah people don't like it people don't like it especially when women get very famous and very popular Mm. you know they they look at them as if they're sort of getting too big for their britches sort of thing yeah Mm. yeah i thought her performance was good i guess yeah i liked it um was there a point where you didn't see Natalie Portman performing and saw, no. No, we, I guess you didn't know anything to compare it to. Yeah. Especially because she's got a particular voice in the film. Mm. I only ever saw Natalie Portman putting on a voice. Yeah, fair enough. I never believed that that was actually mm. how that character spoke. I did like the parts where the flashbacks to the um, presentation she did of the White House, of the mm. TV show aspects yeah. of the film, and they, it was actually a real-life thing where they took the cameras into the White House for the first time in ages because Jackie O had been... Um, redecorating. Redecorating, yeah, because mm. the White House has sort of gone into disrepair in certain parts of it, didn't have any of the history of it, and she did a big effort in the couple of years she was in there to really... She tracked down all the old yeah. Um, things. Yeah, it was awesome. And that those bits are really cool where it cut between... Um, the TV to the real life to the behind the scenes. That was towards the end of the film. Yeah, it was mm. cool. I think the real hero of the film was Greta Gerwig. Mm. She had a tiny role, but I love her so much and she was amazing in she it. She played Jackie's assistant sort of. Secretary, yeah. Yeah, PA sort of. John Hurd is in the film and it was kind of, we saw it just before he died. It was mm. very sad. He plays a priest that um, Jackie sort of confides in. Again, it, he was in lots of very close-ups, close-up scenes with her, wasn't he? Very strange, almost off-putting to see actors and characters so close to each other, isn't it? Yeah. Which is part of the the whole film was off-putting. Um, and Billy Crudup was amazing as the reporter. It's really nice. Got a soothing voice, I think. <laughs> I think the main thing I didn't like about it is that 
the story didn't really connect with me. And I don't want to sound insensitive in saying that. Obviously, it was a terrible thing that happened. But I wasn't alive when it happened and I didn't experience the fallout of that and what happened afterwards with the brother. It was just not a part of my life or a part of my family's immediate experience. So Mm. I have a feeling maybe if I was older, I would have enjoyed it more because I would have liked the reflection of my experiences, you know, seeing that. But it just, it's not a particular time in history I'm naturally drawn to and naturally interested in. So I think maybe I was already coming at it from a point where, I don't know, I kind of knew what happened and that was fine. It didn't really have an emotional impact on me as much as it would have had with other people. So um, I think it would be the same thing if a film was made in, I don't know, 40 years about, I don't know, Obama or Julia Gillard or something like that. I think that would have more emotional impact for me because I'd experienced it, whereas this was kind of fine and there, but... Yeah, I don't know. I don't know what my point is. I just is that you're saying that's your connection to the film, not necessarily the film itself. Yes, but that you're informed not... my viewing. Of no, it no, totally. Then... But you're not saying the film was bad because no, no, no. I didn't like it. You're saying I didn't really connect to it because of those reasons you just said. Yes. Yeah. Fair enough. Nothing wrong with that. What do you think about making films and art and stories out of such tragedies? Yeah. What if it was your dad who'd been killed? I know. You know, but also. Once you become a politician and president of America, especially, you've you've really have you signed away your right to a private life. See, that's actually something that I really struggled with in this film, especially the flashbacks to the assassination itself and how they did that, because I don't know where the line is between paying respect and obviously the whole point of making art about true life is so you can process it and understand it better and that kind of stuff. But the fact that I know there would have been art designers on the film trying to figure out what best represented brain matter, splattered brain matter of the mm. president, I went, do we need that? Like, I they did do it respectfully. I think the worry with this sort of film would be that they're doing it all just to get her an Oscar or just to make money off it. I think in this one they were trying to tell the story and doing yeah. it with respect. And But you're right, it... it it could easily become, you know, making money and making profit off yeah, someone's I death. Just, yeah, I just felt a bit funny, especially in those yeah, scenes. Yeah, no, totally. About, it's quite graphic. But the thing is, everyone saw that happen. It was televised. Yeah. So that's part of it as well. It would have been different if no one had seen this before and then it was happening. I just... It's not yeah. the first film about this either. No, so, it's not. It's yeah. not. I just... I don't know what it quite is, but there was something there that I didn't really like that if it was my dad or my husband that got shot in the public life and then, like, I don't know, if you were president and you got assassinated and someone remade, like, bits of your flesh to come off, mm. I, I don't know, I, I would have felt funny about that. So, yeah. But also is it important that, people see this film and get different aspects of his personality and the story and get a greater respect of her. Well, maybe. So the thing is, the film doesn't go into any detail about him. It's all about her. It's about her and who she is and how she reacts to the death and all that kind of stuff. I know nothing more about JFK it's than I Jackie did going though, in. It? That's what I mean. But you just said, does it need to be made, 
you know, is it important that it's made to understand him from a perspective and things I like meant, that? I meant them to, uh, together, anyone, anyone really who's in the, if a film's made about someone who's in real life, who's done with respect, is it important to see it from a different, like is that, you're saying you wouldn't want it to be about me if I died, but what if the film was honouring me in some way or trying to shine a light on me and that's what I, that's yeah, what I see, meant. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know how I'd feel about that. Hmm. I feel a bit funny about it. Is it different when it's a film, like a biopic, as opposed to a documentary, which is striving for truth versus trying to tell us a cool story when you can sometimes meddle with the facts a bit? Maybe. Hmm. Yeah. I'm not I'm talking about this one in particular. I'm saying any film. Mm. I hate that when you watch a biopic or a film based on real events and then you go read about it and you find out half the film was made up or changed. Like Lion. That character wasn't even real. Yeah. I feel that, like... That annoys me a lot. I feel like... A bit in this one where her scenes with the reporter, is that all true, what happened? You know, like all that stuff? Well, the article and, was written, yeah. Yeah. But how much of that was just yeah. a, a device? But yeah. then the thing is, was it a device, was it important to have that device and did they kind of um, exacerbate or exaggerate those aspects mm. of her in that moment? Maybe it, maybe she didn't do that in that time, but maybe she'd done similar things or it was a reflection of who she was that just incorporated better into that yeah. story, you know, putting it at that moment. So is that actually by not telling the complete truth, you're actually telling the overall truth better? Yeah, do you know what I mean? Mm. Like, mm, it, totally. And the thing is, if you see a documentary, you might not get the same understanding from the events as if it was presented to you in a way that was a bit clearer yeah. or a bit more concise or took out some things that didn't quite make sense. Do you know what I mean? Like that's the tough thing between... Um, non-fiction and fiction is that, mm. you know, does oh, oh. fiction do a better job sometimes of conveying what you need to know? Well, for example, a short of a um, dramatisation, a documentary wouldn't be able to, sh- wouldn't have been able to show some of the scenes in this film, mm. but this film sort of goes all the way, making it all a film for performances. Yeah. So, yeah, it's interesting. Like, it's very stylized. You very much know it's a film when you're watching mm. it. Counterpoint to what you were saying before about not connecting to this film because you weren't around at that time. Mm. We recently watched The Crown on Netflix. Mm-hmm. You weren't alive during the 1950s and 40s yeah, that's names. that's very but, true. But you liked that. That's very true. I, hmm. And that film, def- that series definitely has elements that have been changed. And See, I did really like The Crown, but I still felt... A disconnect there. Hmm. I still felt held at an arm's length because I didn't emotion. I enjoyed it, but I wasn't emotionally invested in her and her life because hmm. I don't particularly love the royal family. I'm not, hmm. you know. But in that one, I, I like the characters rather than the people. Like I do like the character. Yeah, of I know what you mean, Prince Philip. But in real life, I don't like him. Yeah. Um. So I don't know. Is there an argument that once you become a public figure, you almost become a character that can be employed? to, you know, be in any, anyone's story. Well, that's the thing, isn't it? It's all about that same right to privacy and all mm. that kind of stuff. Is it everyone's right to know everything because you're a public figure or is it... And But the, the Queen didn't have any choice, did she? She was born into it. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I think that was spoken about a bit in, the, in Jackie as well, about Jackie didn't get much choice either. No. You know. She married into it, but also... She didn't realise she was going to be no. in that situation, hey? Very interesting. So I'd probably give it a rating probably four out of five. I really liked it and I think you should go see it. Um, but I do agree with your sort of 
um, your points about some of that connection and disconnect. But I think what I really liked about the film was the way it played with the idea of history and constructing mm. stories. Um, and I guess that is what we were just talking about as well with the the right to the truth and privacy in yeah. in public life and, and telling these stories. So, I'd probably give it maybe a three. Yeah. Probably a three. I really hated the music and that honestly took me out of the mm. film. Um, and but some I of liked, the shots. I liked the music and the shots. See, that's so, interesting, isn't yeah. it? We both had completely different experiences of the same film. But we both still kind of liked it but didn't love it. So, But yeah. liked and disliked different I parts think if of you, it. I think if you like that time of history and you mm. like um, these ca- these people, yeah. you'll enjoy the film. Mm. All right, yeah. Thank you for listening. If you've liked this podcast, we have lots of other podcasts you can listen to. We've reviewed every film that's come out in the last year just about. I've done pretty well. Done, haven't got all okay. of them. We've but done one a week pretty much. So Yeah. Yeah. Um, and if you've liked it, tell your friends, your family members, your pets. I mean, you can tell them, but it's not really going to do much, is oh. it? You can tell your pets anything. They keep secrets. (laughs) (laughs) Thank you very much. Bye. Bye. Fun fact. Mm. My parents saw JFK the night before I was born. Mum had back pain and she thought it was just the shitty seats. Nah. (laughs) It was Sine. It was me. (laughs) (laughs) Ever catch yourself eating the same flavourless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. <laughs> 